0: The new spending bill spares the environment. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler.
1: I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water.
0: The omnibus budget bill that the president signed into law last week did not cut into the nation's environmental programs as Trump's initial plans had proposed, and some programs received increases.
1: The Washington Post reports that EPA's budget will stay at current levels, although the Trump administration had wanted to slash it by more than 20 percent.
0: NOAA's budget will be increased to help maintain the National Weather Service. The White House had proposed cutting it by 8 percent, but instead the agency is getting more to help weather forecasts and predicting disasters.
1: The Office of Energy Efficiency and Renewable Energy, which Trump wanted to cut by almost three quarters, is getting a 14% increase, and the national park system is also getting a raise.
0: Funding for restoration projects in the Great Lakes, Chesapeake Bay, San Francisco Bay, Puget Sound, South Florida, Lake Pontchartrain in Louisiana, and estuaries in southern New England will all stay at their current levels.
1: The science of climate change was the focus of a courtroom hearing last week in a case brought by the cities of San Francisco and Oakland against giant oil companies seeking to hold them responsible for harm caused by global warming.
0: The judge in the case scheduled something never heard of before, an in-court tutorial on climate science. And what occurred may show how the companies are going to defend themselves.
1: The courtroom was packed as the lawyer for Chevron said that his client believes fossil fuels burned by people are causing climate change, but places the blame on those who burn the fuels, like those of us who drive cars with gasoline.
0: The lawyer for the company deflected the focus from companies that find, refine, and sell oil and gas to those who burn it, The Sacramento Bee reports that he said that it's how people are living their lives that is causing global warming.
1: Chevron's lawyer was the only representative on the side of the big companies to address the judge, and there were others, ExxonMobil, Shell, and ConocoPhillips, who sat silent. The judge gave them a week to say whether they disagreed with Chevron's position.
0: The U.S. Supreme Court is allowing two class action lawsuits against state and local officials to proceed for the lead contamination in Flint, Michigan.
1: A lower court had dismissed the cases, but now the plaintiffs can proceed to show their civil rights were violated when the city switched its water source from Lake Huron to the Flint River four years ago.
0: The switch caused lead contamination in the city's system. No level of exposure to lead is safe.
1: Fifteen current or former state and city employees have been charged in criminal cases, and it was learned last week that a new investigation has begun into financial fraud in the water crisis.
0: The lead investigator for the state attorney general told a legislative committee that he believes there was a significant financial fraud that drove the city's switch to a water supply contaminated with lead. The Detroit Free Press reports he said that greed and personal profit motivated the decision.
1: Before last week's revelation, many thought that the people responsible for the disaster had only been careless or reckless. State Senator Coleman Young II said the information added a sinister and ghoulish layer to the Flint disaster.
0: The total environmental damage resulting from Hurricane Harvey that dropped unprecedented amounts of rain in the Houston area has not yet come to light, nearly eight months after the catastrophe.
1: A report by the Associated Press and the Houston Chronicles shows far more widespread toxic impact than authorities publicly reported.
0: The area is heavily industrialized with 500 chemical plants, 10 refineries, and thousands of miles of oil, gas, and chemical pipelines.
1: The report concludes that more than 100 toxic releases into air, water, and land were never publicized, and in two of the biggest releases, authorities understated the extent or potential toxicity.
0: Texas regulators have looked into almost 90 incidents but have not recommended one enforcement action. Federal authorities have looked at only a handful of industrial spills.
1: Some local officials told the AP that the state's industry-friendly approach has weakened efforts to get companies to clean up spills. A supervising environmental attorney for the county said that the public will probably never know the extent of what happened to the environment. And finally this week, as oceans are being impacted by climate change, plastics, and overfishing, researchers are working against the clock to document marine life and how it's faring. But it's not easy to observe sea creatures in the field without being noticed and spooking them with noise and gadgets, until now perhaps.
0: Meet Sophie, short for a soft robotic fish that was developed by researchers at MIT. It's the first robot to be able to swim in an undulating manner similar to a real fish darting up and down and turning. It's quite convincing because of its soft body that makes it wiggle like the best of them and not give itself away.
1: The team controls the fish with a waterproofed Super Nintendo controller and uses a custom acoustic communication system to change Sophie's speed and have it make specific moves and
0: turns. According to a press release from MIT, Sophie did test dives in the Rainbow Reef in Fiji and swam at depths of more than 50 feet for up to 40 minutes at once, nimbly handling currents and taking high-resolution photos and videos using, what else, a fisheye lens. None of the nearby inhabitants seem to mind the mechanical interloper.
1: The researchers, who are from MIT's Computer Science and Artificial Intelligence Lab, say they hope to use Sophie's onboard camera to recognize and follow a specific type of fish, and they plan to build a whole school of robots with sensors to monitor ocean conditions.
0: The team views using soft robotic fish as a first step toward developing an underwater observatory of sorts that could help us learn more about ocean health and possibly uncover some of the mysteries of the seas. To check out a video of Sophie, go to our website at h2oradio.org.
1: That's it for This Week in Water. We'll see you next time. This Week in Water is supported by the American Water Works Association, bringing together the best and brightest minds in the water sector at ACE 18. Learn more at AWW www.fwa.org forward slash ace 18.